Blog Talk Radio. Mike Wilmer. Molly Mom.
FirstFamRadio.com. FirstFamRadio.com. First Fan Radio. First Fan Radio Podcast. It's your boy. You already know who it is. It's Chill Gizzy. I have a special guest joining us tonight. Uh, You know, it's a lot of things I could say. Um, You know, uh, she's very, very uh, versed in her opinion. Um, She's a veteran in the the media world. Um, She's done a plethora of things. I would like to uh, introduce and bring uh, forth to the airways of First Fan Radio, Mrs. Linda N. And uh, do do we have her on the line? Can we bring her? There, there we go. That's, I'm that's here. Linda. That's the Linda out there. Hey, how you doing, Linda? I'm doing awesome. How about yourself? I'm I'm awesome. I'm you know I'm I'm doing very good. Uh, I'm blessed. <laughs> We're all blessed. <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> so, uh, what's what's going on on um your side of the world right now? Um, working on a project that's going to bring um, awareness to the social injustice that is going on in the world today, especially in the United States. Yeah, Hopefully we're going to wake up some people. <laughs> I said we're going to wake up some people. Yeah. Nothing's wrong with that. You know, people do need to wake up, clean up, and stand up. Exactly. Definitely. And we all need so, to do um, it together. You know, if we if we could just talk a little bit about, you know, uh you know, waking up and uh, you know, getting people involved in you know, uh the revolution, evolution. Um I, you know, I don't wanna say it wrong, so I'm gonna say the revolutionary evolution, strong and invisible yeah. standing together. Podcast. Exactly. Doing. So tonight yes. we, we, we're just going to talk about the re- a revolution and evolution. Um, um, one of the things I get from you know uh, tonight's title of the, uh, of the podcast is um, with everything going on and all the uh, differences and um, and races and you know uh, things that's going on in, in, in our um, political structure. I see a divide. Um, yeah, so do I. A lot of people, and we all need say, to stand you know, as one. And and I agree with you. A lot of people would say it's uh, Donald Trump um, doing all the dividing and and the separation. Um, if you ask me, I just feel like it's a a, a very very um it's exposing the corruption in, in politics. If you ask me, exactly. Um, and there's a lot of people on. that believe in Donald Trump that we need to wake up. Um, uh, or at least I make, agree. make aware, make aware that he's not who he says he is. I think a lot of people are aware that he's not who he say he is, just because of the stuff that he he does. He kind of remind me of um, um, Donald Duck. You know, it's like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He reminds me of Donald Duck because of some of the stuff he he says, and and then he goes back and try to clean it up after he even said it, and it's too late. It's like, you know, how Donald Duck. Yeah, does. I hear you. 
And it's <laughs> but, um, also when people know what projection is, it's also when he projects things on the Democrats, when he projects things on Obama, he's projecting that's his issues that he's dealing with himself. That's what's going on with him himself. Yeah. I and mean, so it's not he, it's not what he says is true. It's not. I, I don't believe anything he says is true. And you know, and, and if and if for the listeners and people that's listening right now, if you want to call in, you want to uh, speak on it. I mean, you may be a Trump supporter, it may be some Trump supporter uh, listening tonight. But if you are, and we welcome you, know, we, you to join us. <laughs> we welcome you to join us. And um, again, you know, like this is a show about voicing your opinion um, and finding solutions to what's going on right now in in, in the mass media. I think the media takes a lot of stuff and, and, and blows it out of proportion. But one thing that they can't blow out of proportion is the actions of our president. Exactly. That's just who he is. That's just who he is. Um, I've seen... Um, the, I've the, dealt the with movie. Donald Trump before, and everything they say about him, he's an ugly man. He's not a nice man. He's ugly on the inside, and he does not care for anyone but himself. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, Donald Trump is a he's a bigot, and you can't call them racist because they don't give a shit about nothing. <laughs> it's all exactly. business and commerce. You know, I can't get mad at him. Like when he says America is open for business now, it's not America is open for business. It's Donald Trump is open for business. Uh, that's because he, on the back end of uh, him becoming president, he's doing some back end deals. That's why everybody that you see that he appointed or hired were outlaws. You know, they criminals. They they out to cash out. You know. Well, we well, know Putin most might of the cabinet right now is exactly most of the cabinet. His cabinet now is they're all corporate and they're all money grabbers. All the way down to Rudy Giuliani. Uh, Mnuchin, everyone in this cabinet. They're all they're all in it for themselves. They're not in it to help the American people. Oh, what what's some of the things that you think uh America should focus on and uniting everybody together in reference to the president? You think I think what right now the main thing right now is to reg- get everyone registered to vote. All the young young people registered to vote. Because the only way I feel that we're going to take back our country is to vote them out in November. At least the Congress and the, some of the Senate. And then in 2020, hopefully, if he's not impeached by then, we can vote him out. Uh, who that is, boy Tony Blair? No, That's I'm talking said. about Trump. Okay. Trump. Uh, I'm hoping that you know he's not there by 2020, but if he is, that we vote him out of office. Well, well we, the only we, thing we I'm worried know. about is the meddling. The thing I don't understand is, you know, we was able to get Bill Clinton out of there and impeach him for some of the same shit that. Trump does <laughs> did, but when it comes to Trump, he's done more illegal shit than, <laughs> than we can count. Well, my my and feeling it, on that is that most of the GOP is compromised by Russia. 
but that's and just so my opinion. Yeah, so they're not going to do anything. I mean, all of most of them have taken Russian money. And now we've got senators going to Russia again in August to meet with, with the Russians. You know, it's like it's all about Russia right now. Well, I, could, I, I guess you could say that. I mean, it really is. There's <laughs> it, nothing not to say about that. Um, I, I mean, not a, a day goes by that we're not mentioned, that, that Russia's not mentioned and and the meddling, and now they're actually, again, trying to get another Supreme Court justice in there that, that wants to say that the president is above the law. Well, he kind of made it that way. And you know we can't we can't um, ignore it and say like you know we don't see that he's above the law in any way, but um, it's, it's, it's facts. Um, I want to I want to put out the number just for everybody that's listening right now. If you're listening and you want to call in and you have something you want to say, uh, you can call in at six five seven three eight three twelve sixty five. Please press one and we'll uh, connect you. Um, Linda, you said you was working on a project. Are, yeah, I'm working um, you know, on a song which is is going to be very controversial and uh, very political. Okay, now when you say very controversial and political, are you saying something that could incite riots or you know start uproar? No. Hopefully some it'll help people rise up. Okay. And, I don't um, want to give too much of it away yet, just yet. Okay, so I'm not gonna to go too much into detail of what you know, what it is. But um I I know you said you had a campaign you were working on to follow it up, to back it up. Okay, well <laughs> I think you got me. You can't give it away. Um, most of the proceeds, well, not most, all of the proceeds are going to help the immigrants with their legal defense fund, their fees. Okay. Now, that's something I heard of right there. Um, let me ask you your opinion on, um, uh, Melania, uh, Trump. Oh, that's a tough one. Do do you think that's, it's genuine, um, you know, love there? Does she stand by her man? Um, no. You know what? What's your observation? I think of, she's caught uh, in that marriage. Was that? I think she's caught. I think she's caught in that marriage, and, and she could get out if she now. wants, but she doesn't want to. She doesn't. I think he's holding their son over her. I'm not. I'm not positive, but that's just my feeling. You think that he's so? <laughs> I'm, you yeah, if she leaves he, and he takes her son, you know, he's going to get barren. He, wow. She can leave, but she's not taking her son with her. Oh, wow. I mean, that's just my opinion. I don't know that for yeah. a fact. And, and she, and, and, and. I think she's just stuck in a marriage that she doesn't want to be in. So that's you know that's my thoughts on it. <laughs> oh. Can't hear him anymore. 
I don't know. Unless he's playing music. We had a uh, technical difficulty. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm I'm back. Linda, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. We had technical difficulty. And I, I truly apologize. That's okay. Now, where we left off, um, I, I just want to, you know, go back just for, you know, for the couple seconds that we missed. Um, you were making a point before we got disconnected. Could you uh, elaborate a little bit? I was just thinking that Melania is stuck in the marriage, that um, if she wanted to divorce Donald, that she was going to uh, lose Baron to him. And you think that she would lose her son if if she decided she wanted to uh, backtrack from him? Yes. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I mean, that's just my opinion. Do do you think... um, now, I, I, me, I don't know on on public record how long they've been together. I don't know, what, you know, what's the amount of time that they've they've been together. But I will say they do not look like a couple to me. <laughs> like it's not this is not the traditional presidency where you have a first lady. Like I think his daughter was becoming first lady, but we don't even see her in the public that much now. No, well, I think I read an article the other day that they have separate hotel rooms. I'm not sure how true that is, but it was in print when they go on tri- when they go on trips. And uh, yeah, I, I I haven't seen him, in, and um, I don't think his son um, he hasn't been in the public that much either. I think that they're just keeping it that way. I'm sure I would probably try to keep my son out of the public eye as much as I could if I was in that position. Definitely. Um, it's kind of like watching a reality show when you watch, um, you know, uh, the news today. It's like, you know, Donald Trump is more popular than a rap artist. <laughs> yeah, but it's all negative I- popularity. I mean, yeah. Well, controversy sells, you know. I think, um, I think his controversy is what won the election. Period. You know, his his popularity uh, from being controversial. I mean, he came out as an asshole right off the bat. He told everybody he was going to uh, win. He put his own money up. I mean, he talked very filthy. And he showed what uh, politics. He gave politics a facelift. I, do you do, agree? Uh, yeah, I just think that he pretty much just likes the attention from anybody. Yeah, that's why, who can that's get why he tweets. That's why he yeah. tweets. I, I, it's all about attention. He says something very. Yeah, when you see when someone craves attention, they have e- issues. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. He, he he craves it a lot. Like he he's like he gets out of. Uh, it's this show um, I watch on TV called, uh, I want to say Saturday Night Live, I, I think it is, or 
or Mad TV, but they do this comedy sketch where he plays as Donald Trump. I forget the guy's name, but he plays as Donald Trump, and he has the voice down pat. Oh, Alex <laughs> Baldwin. Point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it's it's yeah, so he's funny perfect. because yeah, his mannerisms uh, definitely uh, mimics Trump, and um, it's just you know some of the shit he does. It kind of you know Trump. You you would want you would say yeah, I could see Trump doing something that low. You have to remember too. He's a reality TV star, and his ego is like way off the, the chart. Oh yeah, he thinks you he know. can grab women by their crotch and, and and get away with it. Yeah, and I, honestly, I'm really glad that this is all coming out now. Is this and why? Why did you say that? Has this been something that? Because he thinks he, again, he he thinks he's above the law and he can get away with anything. Like you said before, I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and it wouldn't matter. But now it is starting to matter. That's true. I, I, I you know what? I, I heard him say that one too. Um, you know, when it was when the, the black kids were being shot by the police, and it's still going on. Um. The, the thing He's is, the one he that does, incites all this stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, um, let, let's let's be honest. The MAGA hats are are the new KKK hats. Let, yeah. Let's be honest. Like the, the colors that's on the MAGA hat is the same colors that are the Confederate flag and um. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and, it's, and, and you know, I, I I don't know. I mean, it was people who linked them to actual clan members that, you know, endorsed them. Yeah, exactly. He was. Uh, I think he was. David Duke was a big supporter. Oh yeah, of course. And um, one of the things he said, I don't even, I don't think people heard him. He said he don't watch fake news. And Alex Jones but the is problem one of the is new- he's the one that's fake news. <laughs> yeah, he he also everything has, that um, comes out of his mouth is fake news. Yeah, he Again, has, um, he's projecting. I, well, he's always projecting because I, I I think he does that to set things in place. Like we we don't really know what his uh you know what's going to go on the next four years. Like we you know all, all we can do is oh, I know. speculate. Well, I know you know, but he's surprised. Yeah. Like once he, once he got in office, like, well, let me ask you this: since we're on this topic, if Hillary got in office, would would it be any different? I imagine so. He wouldn't have all this chaos. Um, or maybe we wouldn't, but it wouldn't be as bad as it is now. It, yeah, I, I was. About I to mean, say I've that. never in my lifetime seen America this bad ever. Ever, yeah, and you know I think. And Hillary honestly, probably... all this stuff made me wake up <laughs> and stand up. So, so, do you think having a president is effective, like for our country at, at, at this present time? Do you think? Because I'm gonna be honest, after Obama, I felt personally that, well, 
understand the politics as as you know it because who else would want to run? Like, who's going to run and, and really change this? We don't know most of these strangers that start stepping up. Exactly. Barack Obama's surprise. But another thing with Donald Trump is the fact it. that he does hate Obama, and he's trying to he's trying to undo everything that Obama did, despite him. Uh yeah, and I mean, and who's to say like you know Obama, uh, like you know made it. He tried his best, but I, I say like you know with a lot of laws and stuff, it's just things that's in place that we may not know of. In the in the White House, exactly. And, and, and I'm not saying that Obama was perfect either, because he wasn't. Yeah, and so you know, it's just it's the whole thing is um, it's just you know, we don't it, we we don't know who he sat and made a deal with. <laughs> That's what it pulled down to. <laughs> exactly. So, well, here's here's one example that I I experienced. I went to to Obama's first inauguration. I had okay. well, I was in up. Uh, I got tickets from uh, Harry Reid, Senator Harry Reid. We were up front, and to look out and to see all people of all races and color there uh-huh. as one people, it made me cry because it was so awesome to see everyone peacefully being one people. And I don't. That's true. There's so much. Discord, there's no so much discord now. We're not like that anymore. Because of him. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, you know what? I I I was I, I can agree with you on that because um since um him being elected, you know, a lot of people, you know, like a lot of racial tensions has been building. Well, yeah, but just, he he helps incite that as well. He, he putting does. children like, in uh, cages, you know, putting people in cages, you know, and it, hitting pregnant women that are in cages and not giving them the health care that they need. How inhumane is that? It's, it's very humane. It's a sad thing. And, um, you know, my heart go out to, you know, families and people that that's not from this country that, you know, fo- you know, falls into, you know, the, um, the crosshairs of uh, what he's created. I think, you know... Um, yeah, and they're coming here legally seeking asylum from countries where they possibly will be killed, Any, you know, and they just want a better life, like all of, a lot of people do. And they're coming here, yeah. they're asking for asylum, and they're getting thrown in cages. Yeah, I, I, what, what pisses me off about it is that out of everyone, everyone that comes to this country, they, 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 we, we, we promise them, you know, uh, a better drink. Every anybody you talk to that's from a, that's foreign, say, you know, they came here looking for the, 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 the dream. And that's what our country is about. Our country's full of immigrants. That's what makes our country great. And exactly. You know, because we pull our resources. This is. A, you know, when you want to, when when you go out, you want Chinese food. What what do you do? You call up a Chinese restaurant. When you want Indian food, like you know, it's a diverse country we live in. But when you have someone who's talking about making it great again, you know, when when was it? When wasn't it? When it wasn't great? When what? You know, it was it, it wasn't you know great uh, when we had these presidents like uh, President Obama in there. And he was. 
you know, uh, fighting to unify everybody. Um, when, mm-hmm. you know, it never was great in the beginning, but when we came together and people have equal rights, then it's a great country. If we don't have great, uh, you know, equal rights, then you're going to be sitting here uh, dealing with, you know, uh, separation and uh, what we was dealing with in the 60s. You know, the the, the Black Panther movements to start getting created, militia group, you know, because people want to, you know, govern their own neighborhoods because they don't feel safe by the law, mm-hmm. you know. And, and so what has to happen now is, you know, um, we have to come together as a people. Like, the whole country can't possibly just be sitting back and, not not looking at you know what's going on and you know just watching it on the news and not action you know like it's effective when you have uh power in numbers like if i couldn't you know if if we exactly. could if if every immigrant that that he that that um that you know going through that you know and i'm gonna just say in the hispanic community they done it before in l a i don't know if i think it was maybe nineteen ninety four nineteen ninety seven I think the whole state of California, all the uh, uh, Hispanics had stopped going to work that day. No one went to work nowhere. And it was effective in, you know, making them uh, obtain equal rights at their employment. You know, because, and I think, you know, uh, stuff like that need to be done. I think we need more of that right now. Yeah, exactly. With American people, not just that race, but every race, you know what I mean? Because we are all citizens and, you know, uh, residents here in America. And so if, if the whole America don't the go to work... The thing about Donald is he's, he's, he's trying to make the country... How do I say this? Not he's, trying to make it, he's trying to make it... He's trying to make it an all-white country and run by rich people. That's what he's trying to do. Yeah. And and that's the that's the uh, that's that's one of the things I was saying earlier too is um um that's what a lot of people feel you know because it's it's like when you say make America great again great for who <laughs> you know that's yeah, what oh yeah well, great for him yeah and his colleagues the people that you know I you see know, the GOP a, I see the GOP tweeting all this stuff you know uh, America's open for business which I said earlier. But they're not yeah. open for America's not open for business for the American people. It's open for business for the GOP and for Donald Trump. Yeah, because he because you, you got to look at it. He they're multi, he what is uh, he's like a trillionaire or something, right? So if they're opening business, if they saying uh, America's open for business, that's because everybody falls under UCC. That's everybody's cattle here to, for the big machine to make money you know so if he's saying it's open for business he cut deals with russia and all of them russia cashing in on whatever business mind said that he put the country in because everybody well, here he's pays getting taxes. probably most likely i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you he's most likely yeah. getting a kickback from every deal he makes exactly. and it's going into his pocket like look we don't even know like you know we could say we put money into military and all this stuff Nobody audits that and comes and speak for the people when it comes to that. That's their people, their their accountants, their <laughs> their banks, you know, and um and we yeah. send the soldiers to war to die at the hands of of, of commerce, you know. And speaking of the power. military, <laughs> yeah. that's a whole nother ball game. 
my feelings on the military is that Donald Trump is trying to get the military behind him for when he decides to, t- to make a coup and take over the country as a dictator. But little does he know that the military will not shoot American people. My husband died defending our country, and he would not ever even have thought about doing that. Wow. But that sounds like it's uh, in the second water somewhere. And for someone to be so military-friendly who got five deferments and never would serve in the military is a hypocrite. When it comes to speaking about the military, that you know, I, I just feel as though it's a lot of men and uh, women that uh, go into the military, and they think it's a lot of cases that go unsolved with with a lot of things where they just using you as an expense. You know, they um they 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 they, they give you a letter when you die that say they thank you for your consecration, and a lot of people don't understand what that word means. You know, yeah. Sacrifice sacrificing themselves, you know, and he, you know, how many people goes into that, you know, he, he's sending people to the borders, uh, to go against, uh, Mexicans or people trying to come into America. Right. And that same yep. thing can happen to us as Americans. And, and, you know, and we put into concentration camps because if you, they've got concentration camps for them, you don't think they got it for the American people around the whole country? Honestly, I think that's what's going to happen. I have a feeling that something's going to happen during the, before the midterms or before the mm-hmm. 2020 election that uh, martial law will be declared and that there will be something going on. People don't even know what that, that means. It's like that. Like, it's like we were speaking earlier when we say that. But I, I see. I've been. I've seen um, like the America going down to martial law because most countries are under martial law when you leave outside the state. Some people don't get to see it that way, but it, 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 it's, it's there and it's coming for us because it's a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a. Um, like a communist uh, country, you know, like uh, like what was that Korea? Yeah, so we're, I mean, we're slowly becoming that. Um, yeah, if if you let this guy keep uh, leading the country, I mean, you know, um, how long was Clinton in it before he uh, was impeached? I'm not real how sure. Many- how many people? It's been kind of funny about because people? I was never into politics until this, yeah. until Trump. Until so Trump. I'm not real up on that. <laughs> mm. But I don't know. I just feel that something, something's going to happen. At the probably the midterms are going to get screwed up. If it, if it was martial law right now. Um, what would be, you know, the options for American people to survive, you know? I have no idea. I mean, I'm hoping that people rise up before anything like that happens. Okay. I love what the people are doing at the White House, or actually now as they call it, the Kremlin Annex, protesting every night in front of the White House. Which is definitely a sending a message. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, when, when we do a lot of uh, 
you know, protesting, you know, it, it goes unnoticed. I, I just feel like the news could do more. You know, like news agencies, you know, um, because they really don't speak for the, for the people like they should in, in, event, in an event like what you just said. These people are outside the White House every, you know, protesting. Every single night, yeah. Yeah, the news may come out there to cover it, but they really trying to get a rating and look for a bad way to portray the uh, people that's protesting. And and it kind of, that kind of press helps. You know that that you know that uh that that agency. You know it makes you know President Trump them look good for and justify you know why they might assault someone out there that's protesting and it's a peaceful protest. Yeah. They, they may they can dress people up and send them out into the uh <laughs> into the protest yeah. to be the one that to be the one that just fucked up the whole protest. Like you know. Well, that's just, you know that's what they're that's what they've done and they'll do it again. Yeah, they have they, done they that. Have, yeah, it's like it, it's funny because like uh, you know, it's it, it, like I don't know if the American people like really pay attention to TV, but when when when, when I watch um, you know, like a lot of people, you know, like I, I was watching a news clip, I forget where I see, seen it at. It was a a guy reporting, and he was a, a anchor, and he was reporting, and um. I, it's supposed to have been a war going on, and they were on set. <laughs> they just shot a, you know, they were on set. They edited it, you know, put it out there it, uh, on the news around 10, and they thought that was really going on. Like, a lot of times when we watch oh, TV, wow. shit could be going on, you know, that we don't know about, but it really don't affect us until we watch TV. Exactly. It puts us in, it put us in that fantasy mindset, like, oh, shit, dude. Just about to crash, and then they already, you know, they already had the laws. The laws are written already. Like we don't know what the hell. <laughs> In my opinion, <laughs> you know, they just need to write. I don't understand why people are not out in the streets in mass right now. Again, I mean, we should be out tough. in the streets. Uh, people every single day. Know, some people like they, you know, we. We need one more day to get fucked up, and then we'll be ready tomorrow. You know, like you know, you you wanted yeah. the uh, the programming. But you someday there's not going to be a tomorrow. Excuse, I'm sorry. I said someday there's not going to be a tomorrow. Well, that's why we got to. That's why we have to wake them up because they under the programming. So you know, you know when we watch the news, like understand what they're saying. You know, go look. Some people uh, we could watch the news and just overlook some of the words they're using. <laughs> and before you know it, <laughs> you brace yourself for a new law that say you go into a concentration camp or you got to get a driver's license or you know whatever license. You know they can come up with whatever they want now. They about to legalize marijuana. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the other day on Twitter, I mentioned to somebody, I said, "Why? You know, how can we organize a march?" that's going to shut down the whole country until until he realizes that, you know, he needs to go. But, you know, it the response that I got was, but yeah, What's but that? the response that I got was, oh, well, we need to just register everyone to vote and do it that way. And I was like thinking. <laughs> I'm going to just say, not to cut you off. 
everybody voted and we still got Trump. There's something wrong with the voting system. Well, if that everybody, was a little bit of help from Russia, but I mean, you know, I get whatever it. Whatever way we like, look at it, whatever way we look at it, even if they helped him or not, we know that we all voted for Hillary and we got Trump. So whether they helped him or whatever, that just lets you know it's corruption in the voting system. We but I think vote. that if enough people, if enough people got out in the streets, they right. shut down the country, even for a day, even for a day. Things would that would be a wake up call. And honestly, yeah, I don't I, think I, anything I is going to wake up the Republican Party until there's indictments coming for American citizens. You know, and we don't need to be waiting for those indictments. We need to be going out there and and voicing our our protest. Yeah. Because yeah, by the time right. the indictments drop, it could be too late. You know, all it takes is, like, see, the the media is in control of a lot of things that can stop with. The reason why it's not happening is because the media ain't portraying it like what you just said. If, you know, you never saw that that kind of media on mainstream television where it's getting to the masses of people to, you know, to inspire them to do that. But I can guarantee you, if everybody went out on the streets, we shut the country down for one day, they would cover it. They would. Listen, we know that it's just driving it home to the people that's under the programming, like the average worker and citizen who's too lazy to do that because they got bills to pay. They're scared they're going to lose their house. But that that sets the tone for everybody. I understand there's people that have to work on the weekend, but there's still things in the government and country that are running on a Saturday or Sunday. We can shut it down. I I agree with you. I'm just saying that, you know, the, the mainstream media, you know they they I mean you work for them you know like you you know they 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 stop this shit at the door like oh we can't let that get out you know like I'm at, like let me I'm I'm a, like just in my well, opinion that's, like, what, uh, that's a lot of it maybe some of it has to do with the FCC but now Trump has put in his guy at the FCC and so it's not going to change either yeah everything we about, we about to experience now is all Trump and I'm glad you said that because. You know that that tells you right now that you know the American people is what 263 million of us in the country or something billion or whatever. If everybody stopped going to work, this country go down as zilch. <laughs> you know we we you know um, it, it would rupture the White House and everything. But then you know who's to say you know uh, what's the what's the plan B of all that? You know like they could have they could be feeding us real fuck. Up shit, and we blow up. You know what I mean? We don't. Yeah, we don't exactly. Home but the thing we, is, if if people wait, it's going to be too late. We need to, like, again, we need to be doing this now, like tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, it's we. I know it's people out there, you know, doing it. You know, and and um, it's just trying to get more people involved. Is you know, it's. it's it's crazy. Like I, I don't want to talk too much on the on the airwaves like this because I don't know who may be listening. But you know, if you want to call, <laughs> the numbers out. I'm um I'm gonna put it out there six five seven three eight three twelve six five. You can call in if you if you're listening. You know what I'm saying? And you can give us your opinion. We want to hear from uh, the people. You know why aren't we out here protesting and supporting one another? 
I mean, the Trump supporters do it. I, I see. I see how they go. <laughs> yeah. It's but, funny how know, he can affect our lives so much. Oh yeah, I mean, it's people who didn't took. Or how we let country. him affect our lives, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I mean, he 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 took the ultimate uh, trip. He, he went and became the president. He'd have been at home alone That's moving and everything. Yeah, it's funny. Like he did, the king of Atlantic City. <laughs> are you kidding me? But <laughs> <laughs> isn't that what he say? Like, uh, are you kidding me? You know, like, uh, yeah, America is ran by gangsters, the real ones. Yeah, exactly, the mob. Yeah, that, I mean, they let a mob guy in there, Donnie. They got Donnie with the good hair is in the office. <laughs> Don the con. <laughs> hey guys, yeah. Hey, hey, hey guys, it's Donnie with the good hair in the office right now. Yeah. He's gonna give you the wink and the gun and say he's 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 running America. Watch him, and he does it. You know, so it's, it's you know it's a big thing, man. But you know, um, resist. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, always resist. Yeah, that's all I can say. But um, you know, I hope you know, uh, you know, if anybody uh, you know, want to uh, go ahead and 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 get involved, you know, I want to see a lot of that. You know, what I mean, um, this is a platform we could uh, u- utilize for that. So you know, if you're a speaker, um, you know, motivator, whatever you are, you know, and you you need to say something, you know, you can log on to firstfanradio.com. You can set up an interview. We call you back. Discuss some things that we are not liable for on air. Uh, and you know, we, we we try to get you on the show, um, Linda. Just for uh, you know, some of the listeners, if uh, if you can disclose this information, can you just give your expertise in in, in media uh, that you um, done over the years? Uh, most of my experience actually has is, is been in talent relation. I worked with MTV, the Grammys, all over the world with the with the talent. Uh, I have my own uh, company, Dream Chaser Entertainment, where we uh, per- have music production. I also have an organization called Inspiring Youth Dreams, where I take underprivileged youth to the Grammys each year as my guest to inspire them to live their dreams sort of a pay-it-forward type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done so much, it's hard to <laughs> hard to say it all. I, I, I know, but, <laughs> uh, you know, that, that's a lot in itself right there, but, you know, I just wanted to uh, put that out there, you know, for the listeners who, who you know, I, I said it was a special guest on the line tonight, you know, and, um, you know, you're that special guest. I just want them to know, you know, if you, you know what I mean, definitely – you know, want to call in, you know what I mean, you are speaking to someone with some credible uh, information. and Or if you need some, any advice. <laughs> any advice, you know, in uh, in your artistry, you know, um, MTV, you know. I meant to ask you, you know, what, what that experience was like uh, working for MTV. It was a great experience, actually. It was one of the best parts of my life. Uh, I mostly worked a lot of the live shows, spring break, and back when they used to have Super Bowl parties before, like after the Bling Super Bowl. 
Yeah, I worked all every everything live uh, MTV did. I was working on the show. The that could be a lot of great people. The only problem I had with like uh, MTV was like two of the shows that that got on my nerves was like Real World and um, uh, what was the other one? Uh, Road Rules or something like that. No, I, that, that was I, before. Know, was well, just, actually, I think I was I before that time. Titles, I worked so on. I, I don't, I'm sorry. No, I think that was before my time. I worked basically on. I worked basically on all the live shows. Um, at okay. the end of working with MTV, they did offer me the job of director of talent relations, but I turned them down because I didn't want to live in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong Crazy with New reason, York? But, uh, uh, <laughs> um, like I was living on the beach like... in Florida. Why would I want to live in the concrete jungle? Boy, that's a the good only reason point. I, I like the only reason that I regret not taking that job was because of the the money. It would have been, you know, it was a six-figure salary that I turned down. I mean, I mean, you know, it wasn't it wasn't right for you. Dave Chappelle ran for fifty million. I'm pretty sure yeah, we all could <laughs> And besides being freelance, I could work what I wanted to and. And um, I had enough going on, really, when I was actually just being freelance. It seemed like a full-time yeah. job. Did you? Um, and I, I could work I, on I, projects I, like what I'm working on now that I'm passionate about. Definitely. Um, you you had some experience with, uh, or you know, on the, with uh, films like uh, Edward Scissorhands and. Miss Congeniality. Yes, that was my very first. That was my very first film was Edward Scissorhands. We filmed it down in Tampa, Florida. It was so awesome. The only oh, bad okay. drawback to film is the the, the hours. There's really long hours, and then it's you're on your feet hours. the whole time. Yeah, usually you had 16 to 18 hour days, and you were on your feet the whole time. Wow. Except for lunchtime. Yeah, what about the film uh, Miss Congeniality? Uh, uh, you know, I, I know Edward Scissorhands oh, that was your favorite. We did that in Texas. Yeah, we did that in uh, Texas. Um, I have yeah. to say, I love working with her. She actually took us to her ranch in Austin after the shoot, and we were all out there on the lake on the speedboat, skiing, water skiing, and everything. The whole crew it was just, she's a really awesome person. Wow. Is that uh, something that you were, you know, wanted to do, you know, uh, later on? I don't know if you're still doing it or not, you know, but like getting back into film and like creating some, some films uh, pertaining to some of the stuff that you're doing now, you know, with your campaign, your music. I'm actually doing a documentary. We're following the kids uh, on their journey to the Grammys and after parties and parties, and you know, also on them. After after the fact, um, working on their projects. One one youth right now is working with a Grammy nominee on his project that I introduced introduced him to, and uh, they're working together now, which really warms my heart because I love to see things like that come out of what I do. That's what's up. I think that's uh, incredible. Um, Anything you want to uh, put out there, you know, that we didn't get to uh, discuss or that maybe the listeners don't know, um, you know, about, you know, maybe, you know, giving them um, the website to your um, organization? 
Uh, yes, it's www.inspiringyouthstreams.org. It has my bio. It has uh, some of the kids that we've taken to the Grammys and some of the things that we're doing. Uh, we're also um, going to be spreading out into education. I have recording artists that are willing to do Skype lessons, like with guitar or piano with the kids, so they can learn from a professional and not have to wow. pay the, the the high cost of learning. <laughs> I've had a lot of artists. <laughs> I've had a lot of artists that I know um, agree to donate their time to teach the kids. And we're also expanding into taking the some of the youth now to the Emmys, the Oscars, as well. The ones who have dreams of being an actor or an actress. It's not going to be just music now. It's going to be expand to that as well. Yeah. So instead of sitting home, they can actually go and experience what it's like to be at the Grammys and the Emmys and the Global Awards exactly. and all of that. Definitely. Yes. That's, that's an awesome, exactly. awesome uh, organization. Um, one story on I take... have really quickly. One story I have really yeah. quickly is I took two years to the Grammys one year. I think it was a couple of years ago, and we were. The Grammys are nice enough to let me take them to the Grammy rehearsals, and we were sitting there in, in doing rehearsals, and we were just by this round stage, and it was like you could almost reach out and touch it, and all of a sudden that's. Elton John and Ed Sheeran show up to re- to rehearse on that stage, and the kids wow. were like so. Their eyes, they were they're like size of half dollars or silver dollars, and they were so speechless they didn't even know what to say, and they just like ended up talking about that for days that they were actually that close to them, you know. And, and that made me cry because I want to make them happy because I know a lot of them are going through a rough uh, childhood. And it just warms my heart to see that. Uh, again, like I said, that's a, that's an awesome, you know, what I mean, incredible uh, organization that you, you and what you're doing. I think, um, you know, um, if you know, we could probably bring you out this way, and maybe you could, you know, shed some light, you know, this way um, with, with some of the youth in our area. I, um, of course, I'd be happy to do that. Yeah, and um, you know, I, I can plug you with you know some of the schools and and different people. And, you know, I think that'd be awesome. Now, is that just based in California or um, where? No, where I've, actually taken, I've actually I've uh, actually we're actually based in Las Vegas, Nevada. I've okay. taken kids from all over the world to to the to these shows. I, I have fundraisers. I pay their airfare. I pay their hotel. A lot of them are have to be twenty one or or a little bit older. Some of them can be under that, but the parties that I take them to, some of them take they serve alcohol, so they have to be at okay. least a drinking age. <laughs> but I take them to the nominee, the Grammy nominee party. I take them to all the parties with all any party that you can name of before the Grammys we go to during wow. Grammy week. Wow. So, I mean, that's an awesome thing. And um, now most of the uh, children you have taken, what people that you have taken, or what were they artists? You know, what were their? Uh... Yeah, I've taken them uh, from music from all genres. Actually, one was a rapper. Uh, one's uh, R&B. You know, one's uh, reggae. It's just 
the music varies. Um, a lot of some of them want to be producers. They want to be engineers. So during rehearsals, they go up and the camera, the camera guys actually let them run the Grammy rehearsal cameras. Oh, wow. That's incredible. I, I think that's that's something awesome. I, I don't know if you take the, uh, the the initiative to you know go worldwide with it or a couple franchises in different cities, but you know, if I was you, I would. But you know, um, well, I do want to go worldwide. There's a lot of places I want to take it worldwide, but I'm expanding right now in the states. Sometimes as well, I buy instruments for kids that can't afford to buy them. Oh, wow. And want to play music. And I have a couple guitar places that donate guitars to the kids. Oh, wow. That, I mean, that, that's awesome. I, I never heard of, a, um, you know, of anyone doing anything like that. And I think that's that's something that most of these kids can appreciate these days because they watch a lot of this stuff on television. You know, so yeah. Unfortunately, I wish I could take more. They limit is, it to one or two kids per show, but you know, I have to <laughs> spread it around. Yeah. I I just want to say it definitely inspired the youth. You know, the the title that you have for it and everything, incredible. Thank you. That's oh, my mission uh, to, <laughs> to inspire. <laughs> I know, um, Linda. We we run a little bit short on time. We appreciate you coming on. Um, hopefully oh, thank we can do you, this my every, pleasure. Like once, hopefully we can do this like once a week, and um, you know we could probably you know do something you know for the artists. Maybe we can inspire them on air. You know we we have the inspiring youth podcast or you know well, that would be awesome. You know, that would be awesome. Can, thank you. We can get we can get in tune with that. I, I thank you. We appreciate you uh, coming on and um. Well, thanks for having you know, me on. Uh, uh, you know, uh, gratitude. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take us out on uh, one of these records right here. I don't, I don't know if this is uh, the right record I'm looking for right now, but um, all right, we can, we don't want to be too graphic. I'm, I'm looking for uh <laughs> Something right up the alley of what we discussed tonight, but we definitely, definitely appreciate you coming on. Yeah, I would like and, to share uh, my new project with you once we release it. Hopefully next week. I, I can't wait to get it. <laughs> 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 I certainly can't wait to get it, but um, yeah, please share it with me. You know, we can play it in. I, I enjoy exposing new music uh, to the world. You know, from different artists. Oh, well, thank and you. We for appreciate that. you coming in. We're gonna go ahead and take it out for the, you know, the cheers and the claps and everything for my girl Linda for coming on tonight. Hopefully, baby mama ain't listening to this show. This she is. She's probably fucking one of the hosts, and that's your bad, my nigga. First time radio, we in the shit, nigga.
Thank you. I can't wait to hear the playback. Nope. It's my It was a thing that was important to me. 